We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do the short version. We'll do the short version of the Ishkaidish. We could read it inside, but we'll do the short version. I actually heard this from his name is Rameir Kahin. He gives, um, he's a senior lecturer at Aish. He has no in Eretz Yisrael. He was a neighbor of mine. Senior lecturer at Aish. He has a he has a seminary in Eretz Yisrael, and he gives Aish Kaidish weekly. If anyone wants to listen, it's on tour anytime. Amazing, amazing. I'm no clue. No, 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 no. Kids are little. Kids are little. Kids are little. He's 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 actually I believe he's he's. With that Akdama, let's learn a piece of Yish Kaddish. Yish Kaddish asked a question that uh, Rav Nachman asked a moment ago. It's a very fundamental question, and let's just discuss it for a quick few minutes. Pirish Rashi, what does Rashi say? What does it teach us? That each one is Good. Then we all know the famous Rashi that we are did. Why did Sari Menu die? Sari Menu died because she heard that Yitzchak was killed. He heard about, she heard yeah. about Akidas Yitzchak getting killed, not getting killed. Those uh, the Bali Kabbalah amongst us they know he actually got killed, and Yitzchak was brought into Gan Eden, and then the Malachim in Gan Eden healed him. And ironically, some Sfarim right that's why Yitzchak missed Sarah's Leviah because he was up in Gan Eden being. At the hospital, right, 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 and there's neshama. Good. Okay, leave uh, the Kabbalah out. The, the very basic question is, how is it possible? Sorry, Menu, she is nifter from hearing bad news. Like, like, how could it be? How can it be? To ask the question a little bit deeper is, what's the Torah teaching us? That question of how could it be? Let's let's focus on number two. Whenever the Torah teaches us something, it's something for us to learn. And, we're, and the Torah, and the way that he says it over here, is that Moshe Rabbeinu put the Torah this way. Right? How do we learn it? Because we learn it from the fact that the Torah writes in next today to teach us that this is what happened. What's it teaching us? What's it teaching us? So it's teaching us an incredible lesson about pain, suffering, Isurim, and how we're supposed to deal with that and the Muna. I think, I think, and if we wanted to make this a whole long and lengthy discussion, we could take a poll. But I think many times we believe... In the context of where he wrote this. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. So I believe that many of us think that proper Emunah, proper Emunah is that when something bad goes wrong, Hashem brought it to us, and it shouldn't bother me. It shouldn't bother me. That Emunah defines that there shouldn't be pain. Why should I be in pain? If Hashem is giving me something bad, why should I be in pain? And I think this is the nikuda, this is the detail often that hurts us so much. Is that we're in pain from something that happened, and then we sit there as we're wallowing in our grief, then we beat ourselves up. Oh, and I should, and I, oh, and I don't even believe that Hashem sent this to me, or I believe Hashem did this to me, so then why am I in so much pain? And it's, a, it's, it's one of these niggling questions that, that some, sometimes in the back of our brain, sometimes in the front of our brain, sometimes we think about, sometimes we don't think about. And, in, and this goes from the most extreme circumstances of... Correct. And then it goes even to small things. Even small things, we feel like, I'm supposed to have a Muna, so why is this bothering me? Not just why is it bothering me, it's really bothering me. And I'm, 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 I'm burning up over it. Says the Yishkaidesh, you know what the Torah is teaching us? Sari imenu died from the pain that she was in. You're allowed to be in pain. Being in pain is not wrong. If it was wrong, sorry, man, I wouldn't be in pain. The question is, what's the next step? Once we're in pain, that's when Amuna says, 
That's what Amunah says, I'm hurting. This is so painful. I can't get over this. But I know somehow Hashem is doing this for my best. But it kills me. It's a very fine nuance. You're saying you're allowed to react. You're allowed to be. You're we're human beings. It. The Torah teaches, you know how much it hurts Sarah? That she died from the pain. That is the highest level of pain possible. That she was nifteres. She left this world due to the excruciating pain that she was in. So obviously pain is not wrong. Pain is a reality. Emuna and the way that we as Yidin have to deal with our pain, and the, the Ishkadish over here, this is in the first year he's in the ghetto. So you can only imagine in year number one, as he's getting together as Hasidim, and if you know, if anyone reads the history of the Piazetz and the Rebbe and what happened to him, it was, it was, it was mind-blowing, the pain that he was thrown to. His, his son was Nifter and his daughter-in-law, and insane things. And he's sitting there and he's trying to give Chizik to his Talmidim as they're sitting there, Hasidim, as they're in the ghetto, and you can only imagine the conditions. Actually, we can't imagine the conditions. And he says, you're allowed to be in pain. Don't beat yourself up. And this itself is such an incredible idea because now we know what to do with ourselves. Ah, I'm allowed to hurt? Yes, you're allowed to hurt. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to not be able to deal with it. But then we say, but Hashem did it for us. Do I understand it? No. Do I feel like I understand it? No. Is there maybe some crazy high lofty level that I won't even be in pain? Perhaps. But sorry, you mean it wasn't on that level. Sari Minu himself was on a level that she was hurting. Okay, now what do we do with that pain? That is the Vart of the Ishkaidish. It's true, there are some unanswered questions. One second, there are some unanswered questions. I'll just I'll articulate some of the unanswered questions that Lamaisa, she was all Sari Minu. So, how could the pain have been so bad that she was Nefteris from it? Shouldn't that have been where her, her Amuna kicked in to save her life? And what happened to the fact that Hashem doesn't give us a test that we can't? Overcome. Obviously, she couldn't overcome this test. If oh, very good. That's one answer. Very good. Very good. I was thinking the same thing. Maybe this is what was supposed to happen. And the Mefarshim actually speak out another one of the pshatim in hundred to twenty to seven is that it's teaching us. Even though you might think that she died a premature death, you might think that her life was cut short. Says the Torah, no, it was absolutely perfect to the highest level of perfection. Chaim says that yes. Maybe it was before. Very good. Time, very good. Very good. She got all of the schism. Very good. Very good. So, very good. So, which we're officially now kicking off the Shtibel's Arachayim Shir. It's officially being kicked off right now, right here. If anyone would like here, you can leave right now. But now that Menachem said it, here's the Arachayim. This is on the same Pasik. The Arachayim and Amir Tashem, we're going to find the right avenue. This is Lezecher Nishmas. Menachem Mendel. We do the father's name now? Menachem Mendel. Ben Yosef. Ben Yosef. Yosef Yuspa, Yosef Yuspa, who was a Yid who was Nifter this past week. Many people probably know of him. He was a Yid that was on the field at the Sima Shas. That wasn't his claim to fame. His claim to fame was that he finished Shas with ALS. Or, I don't know, in spite of ALS, however you want to say it. Don't worry, we're not going to read the whole thing inside. It looks much scarier than it is. We're just going to pull out a few lines. He had ALS and he finished Shas. The last Sima Shas, they brought him on the field and they said, I'm married to a story. He's incredible chizik. He um, was Nifter this past week. And apparently his family said that one of the things that he recently was learning was Arachayim HaKadosh. Arachayim HaKadosh, Arachayim HaKadosh is an a incredible safer. Um, we have one in the shul, the article version, which has brought many people a taste, a taste of Arachayim. And Hashem, we're going to figure out the right avenue um, when to learn it, but we heard about this uh, very shortly, so I figured 
Let's, uh, for a few moments, again, it is late, anyone wants to leave, can leave. Let's continue this thought of the Ish Kodesh, which is on this Pasuk, with the Arachayim. I'm going to read a little bit inside. I'm going to do it fast. Thank you for coming. Says the Arachayim. We'll, we'll start from the top, and then we'll, we'll pick up speed. Sarach Ladas Lama Amr, there's the English on the left, the Hebrew on the right. If you didn't know that, please leave. No, that it was English and Hebrew. <laughs> But no, I'm joking. Sarah Ladas, someone's in his watch this and say, this rabbi should be arrested. Sarah Ladas, the Archaim is discussing the word of Vayiyu, as many of us who've learned, leave it, leave it, many of us have learned, thank you for leave it, leave it. Many of us have learned the uh, Gemara Megillah, that we know that Vayihi is always a bad language, is always a bad language. So that's one of the questions that he's going to deal with. The other question says, usually the Pesukim say, Vayihi Adam. Why over here does it say It's a funny, funny wording over here. So we'll say uh, probably two of his b'shatim. Uh, so number two over here, says the as we just spoke about was why was because that when she heard that Yitzchak was almost shechted, her soul left her body. So now he explains was due to the shmua of Yitzchak, and that's why the post says tsar. See how some, some, what I, well, many people, I amongst them, sometimes find amazing among, about such incredible svarim is it teaches us how every letter in the Torah teaches lessons. Vayu chayisara. And it was the life of Sarah. It was. No, why was Vayu? The word Vayu is teaching us a whole story. The Vayu is teaching us there was pain. Why was there pain? Because she was Nefteris. No, that's not why she was pain. There was pain because she there was Nefteris, because Yitzchak Avinu was Shechtan. No, he wasn't. But that's what she thought. So the Torah writes the word Vayu to tell us this Sar. Absolutely incredible. What? Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. That's how he's learning. That's how he's learning. Very good. Very good. Right. That, that's why I was saying. Before, yes. Like that he was right. I learned that. Like, very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Spared at the last moment. Now, but the question is: so she heard that? Right. That, that's that's part of the question. Good. Okay, let's continue. A year to the another reason, number three over here. When someone is nifter due to a bad tithing, this teaches him. So when we hear this story, you know, we think, Sari Minu could have still been alive. She lived 127, she could have been another two years. Mishunis, it's a new creation. It was a new creation that caused this whole event, which was Yitzgavinu's potential shrit of because Sadiqim and their death are called life, and what a great way to start such an endeavor. Menachem Mendel Ben. Yosef Yitzba, Yosef Yitzba, Sadikim certainly mechayim yimeim rishayim yimeim that Sadikim in their death are called alive. What greater way to live on? And we continue over here in number Dalit, in letter Dalit. So now it continues the Arachayim. So we know why it's Vayihi. We know that it's a new creation. We know that it's teaching us Sar. But why Shnei Chayisara? Lefi Mashe Pirashti Shamar Vayihu Lahagit Shemisa Machmasar. The Pasik teaches Shnei Chayi Pirash Sheshalma Shnei Chaya. So it's teaching us, so you might think our life was now cut short. This was the question you just asked. That's what we brought up to Arachayim in Oist Dalit over here. That you would think our life got cut short? No. She was nifter early. Hashem's 
wonderful chesed he does to his beloved, ki chol tzadik. Incredible. He says by tzaddikim, if a tzaddik has to be nifter early, whatever the reason is, Hashem ensures that in that tzaddik's life, he got everything in before that moment. Very good. You just told me a story that what? This past Shabbos, they bought him the kever before he was nifter. Last Shabbos. And then boom. And how many times do we hear about incredible people that happened to be something happened and they were nifter? Because what's going on? The Rechaim HaKadosh teaches us because Hashem ensures, Hashem in His infinite kindness. It's a kindness, it's a chesed that you could do everything you need to do beforehand. And we'll finish over here in Ois Dalid with another pshat. Another pshat, and this is a little bit of a, a, a I don't want to say negative pshat. It says that Sari Menu was Shnei Chayi Sarah, is that the first hundred years she was in pain, 90 years till she had children, the 10 years, and then, that's, and then, so it's teaching us that she really only lived the 27 years at the end of her life. So that's our Chaim HaKadosh really bringing out this incredible story that we just, that we just spoke about, that the Shnei Chayi Sarah, the 100, the 20, the 7, but tying it together with this Vardav Chaim teaching us that the Torah is giving us an allowance to be in pain. And recently I was at a shiva house, and uh, we'll leave all details aside, it was a terrible tragedy, and an older Rav came in, and the first thing he said was, well, first he said, as, I'm going to take your silence as if you talk, spoke, because we know the halachas, the avos supposed to speak, but this was the day after someone's young child was Rahman al-Sun Nifter, so this big Rav says, I'm going to take your silence as if you spoke. And then the Rav said, then the Rav said, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to be in pain. And we've heard these words so many times, but now we have a source for it. Now we have a source for it. That's the beauty. The Ish is teaching us that Sari Menu says to us, says, not Sari Menu, excuse me, Moshe Rabbeinu teaches us by writing the story this way, that Sarah is teaching us that you're allowed to be in pain. Now, we're in pain. We recognize the pain. Now, the avoida, the hard work is to try to somehow say, Gamzu Taiva. Hashem did it for us. I don't understand it. I'm allowed to be in pain. And sometimes that mere recognition is one of the greatest tools to cope. One of the greatest tools is to say, I'm allowed, because sometimes the internal anguish hurts us even more than the anguish itself. That's an incredible lesson that our Chaim HaKadosh and Mirza Hashem to learn that our Chaim should bring an incredible Schos Ilu Nishmasai.